0: It's the road to crisis.
1: Are you done yet? Can we talk about crisis now? Accelerating, accelerating
0: your, your fandom, fandom. This, this is flash TV talk. tv talk welcome to flash tv talk the fan podcast dedicated to news reviews and more for the hit cw show the flash i'm bo and i'm bell bell man how are you doing tonight you know i'm doing pretty good i think i think i'm doing pretty good
1: i think yes yes I, yes <laughs> yes yes good yes
0: Yes, excellent. Good, man. I am also doing very, very well. We've got a a fun episode for y'all tonight. Of course, we've been, uh, in the last couple of weeks, we did not have an episode. We've been trying to figure out what the right balance is over the break. You know, thanks to our supporters at patreon.com slash tvtalk, we are able to uh, triumphantly move forward into this coming season. And we've been wanting to make sure that we're able to uh, provide value in the interim as well. uh, Thanks to that support. So by the way, if you have not done so already, head over to patreon.com slash slash TV talk, even if you're not going to become a patron, even if you don't want to support us, head over there, see what's in it. You never know. You might change your mind. That's my thought by sending you there. So please, patreon.com slash TV talk. Uh, We need you to make this happen. But yeah, we've been trying to find that right balance to figure out, you uh, you know, we want to do kind of panel to screen movie reviews. But we also recognize that this is the Flash TV Talk feed. And so how do we, you know, make sure that we're doing things not too far off of brand? And so, uh, you know, with the uh, major crisis coming up, of course, we wanted to wait until we had a good wealth of news uh, to discuss uh, about what's coming up with the crisis. And honestly, we've got a couple of thoughts and theories about kind of the broader DC TV Uh, strategy, honestly, going forward, given some of the announcements that have come out in recent weeks with uh, D23 and D plus and and all that kind of good stuff. So we're going to get into all of that tonight. It's going to be a blast, but first things first, man, let's get into the crisis. All right. So We've been saying we're going to be following this, and Bell, as you predicted after Comic Con, they have in fact continued to announce and kind of trickle in announcements for different people and characters that we will see participating in the forthcoming crisis. Now, the big one that is—I mean, these are these. Are, there's been some big announcements the, this week in particular, and uh, one of the biggest I think has to be the fact that we've got the returning from Legends of Tomorrow, Jonah Hex. Yeah, this was
1: honestly, in my opinion, kind of out of left field. Like, I think Jonah Hex is cool. I think I think the uh, the actor that they got to play him, and like every time that he's been on Legends, has been great. It's been really cool. But like, I I, I didn't. I don't know what what like you know his role would be in Crisis uh, unless there's something that I don't know that that he did in the comics.
0: Uh- <laughs> well, I mean, he's a DC he's a DC character, DC property, obviously. Uh, in fact, actually, Bell in the original, after the original cri- uh, crisis, rather, when all of these different properties were rolling into each other, the the Western characters such as Jonah Hex were all kind of wrapped up into the new timeline as part of the past of the DC universe. And so that's one of the reasons why, you know, uh, Jonah Hex is so intertwined with, even though he is kind of a Western hero and, you know, obviously he has a cool look with the scarred, burnt face and and melty nature to him. Uh, he's not necessarily uh, superhuman, save for that one uh, Megan Fox and and what's his face movie that we did a rose <laughs> Josh Cup retrospective Roland. on. Thanos is Josh, in that movie? That was Josh Brolin. Yeah, he's come a long way. <laughs> at least in far as superhero movies go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's been an up and down. I mean, I guess when you start at Goonies, you you kind of start on a high, yeah, and then you gotta. You know, you you make some choices, and you make some very good choices, but you also are in Jonah Hex sometimes. Yeah, (laughs) and and, and
1: speaking of Josh Brolin and Goonies and Thanos, I just want to give a little spoiler for what my Halloween costume's going to be this year.
0: It's going to be Josh Brolin from uh, Goonies.
1: No, it's going to be Branos.
0: Oh, oh, dude, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. That sounds great. All right, so yes, uh, Josh Brolin aside, this is not that hex this is not the supernatural hex at least not to my knowledge bell educate us a little bit on the status of hex in the DC TV universe is he a superhuman or is he a cowboy with a melted face i'm
1: pretty sure he's cowboy with a melted face i don't recall him doing anything too terribly superhuman in uh uh, in Legends aside from like you know just being like a you know good shot or good fighter and stuff like that but he's not like you know summoning up voodoo demons or or you know
0: talking to the dead I think was the thing in the movie
1: yeah yeah and um I want to say there might have been some of that in there I, I it, honestly it's it's been a minute since he's been on Legends and I don't exactly recall but um yeah I don't think he's you know supernatural maybe superhuman no
0: Okay, all right. Well, fair enough. We'll see how he all plays out. The last, I, has he been on more than the one episode? He's been on a couple, yeah. he's
1: He's been, uh, I want to say it was, uh, not this season, but like the the last two seasons he was on.
0: Okay. The I think the only episode I saw him on was probably back in season one-ish uh, when he was uh, first introduced on the show. I believe Jules Verne was also chilling out in that episode. Didn't Stein, like, wasn't he a surrogate father to Jules Verne? Uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So something like to do with he inspired him for something because Jules Verne always inspired uh, Stein. and so Stein like inspired Jules Verne.
0: Okay. Well, I knew it was something like that, but one way or the other. So, uh, so, so Hex is going to be at play. Uh, anything else, man? That, I mean, do you recall like what what is his relationship with the legends? Is he, you know, teamed up with, you know, you mentioned that he's showed up a few times, but is it in a... Uh, you know hostile role is he more no
1: he's always a- an ally like uh, when they uh, he helped them um, uh, last season a bunch with the, um, uh, the 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 totems and stuff that they were doing uh, oh, and yeah. like okay. we participated in the final battle against um, some of the uh, historical figures that the time demon brought back and so like he fought with them at the end battle before they turned into the you know the giant bebo and and, and, defeated, uh, the, the, the evil time demons. So yeah, it's, um, uh, yeah. So he's definitely an ally. Uh, he, uh, definitely is, you know, he decides to stay like in the past where he is, like he knows about time travel. He knows they're from the future. Uh, and he, he, he kind of gets it right. He's like, yeah, I know it's weird, but like, whatever, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm like a, you know, supernaturally kind of dude. So he, uh, yeah, he's totally hip to time travel and things like that. So I could see him maybe coming in, um, With the legends, as far as that to 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 face this crisis, maybe he sees it in his time or or something of that regard. I don't, don't, you know, that's the thing is I just don't really know where he'd be coming in and and what he'd be doing.
0: You know, uh, Hex. The only episode that he was in on the animated Justice League Unlimited was a time travel episode in which uh, I think Kronos was the villain. He had kind of rewritten the timeline, and reality itself was kind of breaking apart, and various shifts in the timelines. And Batman, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern ended up in the wild west and ran into hex and a number of other western heroes and uh jonah hex actually like walked up to him and you know at this point they were in you know classic cowboy garb so it's not like they were wearing their spangly outfits or anything of that nature uh and so uh he 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 basically immediately says i'm guessing you folks are time travelers that's pretty much exactly
1: what he says in legends too that's hilarious
0: Interesting. Well, maybe that's a. So here's the interesting thing about that. That I bet the that comment in Legends is likely a throwback to the Justice League Unlimited comment because that was almost kind of a a a blank check they wrote they never cashed or or something of that nature. Because the idea here was at the time DC was in talks, DC Animation was in talks to cre- create a Hex uh, uh, animated show, which was going to be Jonah Hex ripped from time. And uh, I think traveling through time. Maybe he was caught up in in like the future or something like that. Very kind of Samurai Jack esque, where he needed to kind of fight his way back to the past. Uh, Samurai Jack, but Jonah Hex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that was the that was the concept uh, at the time. So, but one way or the other, that never actually happened, and there was never any explanation on uh, on uh, Justice League Unlimited for that comment. However, honestly, man, with Legends, there is potentially a chance for them to tie that into a nice little bow because they could always go back to a time previous before they met him, right?
1: Yes, this is true.
0: And so uh, then you've got the nice closing of the loop. Or this could potentially be it as well. The fact that Jonah Hex is here, Bell, means something. So, he's
1: just going to be in crisis. He's not like at least we haven't seen so he's just going to be in the crossover episodes. It's not like he's coming Back to Legends, right? As far as I've seen it, it's not like he's coming back, returning to Legends. He's returning for Crisis specifically.
0: Well, so this is my question to you. So, the theory, how you know, the question of how would Hex actually be involved, given the fact that he is so much further back in the timeline, and most of the characters that we've all seen announced are, uh, well, you know what? I, I was about to say they're not from other points in the timeline, but that might not be the case. Uh, it's very possible that kevin conroy's batman is from the future uh or that you know the uh brandon routh's uh superman is from the future but my guess is that we're actually going to be dealing with more of a into the spider-verse type scenario where you know different different time travel or different universes different earths are essentially on different time like they all have their own timelines but the timelines are not necessarily like uh, lined succinct. up yeah yeah so it's possible that you know. We could be seeing a hex different from the one from Legends, but my guess is no. My guess is we're actually going to see the one from Legends, yeah. meaning the one from this timeline. Yeah, my my Legends guess
1: now. is it's going to be the the hex from Legends. And at uh, a left field guess, is that he might be joining the Legends cast for next season because you know okay. we're, we're losing. Uh, uh, Nora dark and Ray Palmer, uh, next season. Um, they, mm-hmm. they are not going to be there. And so either, either they're going to just consolidate the crew or they're going to bring Jonah Hex on, uh, which I think would be cool. Cause like, he's always been a fan of favorite, favorite, uh, a fan favorite. And, uh, it, I think it'd be neat to have him there. It'd be an interesting perspective. And he, he's clearly hit the time travel knows what's going on. And the, the setup for this season of legends is that, uh, Astrid, who was the little girl that, uh, sorry, spoilers for legends. Um, if you haven't seen it. But uh, anyway, one example. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler warning for Legends, uh, most recent season, if you haven't seen it. But uh, John goes to hell, meets Asdrid. Asdrid is grown up now in hell, and she's made the best out of a bad situation. And uh, he is, uh, uh, Constantine's given a chance to save her, and she doesn't take it. She's like, nope. I've built a life for myself here in hell and uh, I'm a soul dealer and sorry (laughs) and so yeah it was it was pretty brutal and so uh, it it was really cool to kind of see closure for that story too but the long story short is uh, Constantine had to make a deal with her and she is not the little girl that he knew and so she she doesn't double cross them but like she kind of like you know uh, uses her new position uh, through the events that happen to become very powerful and she takes a bunch of souls from the soul bank of a bunch of like you know Genghis Khan and you know like uh, all these bad people throughout history right
0: sure yeah yeah. and
1: so the idea here is that she's going to get those souls and uh bring them back and uh use them to cause a lot of problems with uh, interesting yeah so so it's going to be Astrid and her legion of bad guys going throughout history on a tear and like you know causing problems so
0: so if you want to hunt down some bad dudes you gotta you gotta hire a bounty hunter right
1: yep And so that's that's why I'm guessing that this is going to be a way for Jonah Hex to come in on Legends and and plus give uh, uh, the rest of the, you know, maybe the people who haven't watched Legends get them a chance to see Jonah Hex in action because, you know, it's he's a cool character. You know, there's uh, uh, he's like I said, you know, fan favorite on legends. It'll be kind of nice for people who aren't, who haven't watched legends or aren't familiar with the character, kind of see, you know, who he is and what he does and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think that's, that's kind of my guess as to where he's going and what's going to happen.
0: Interesting. And I, you know, that would actually make a really solid move. You know, a lot of times we see on television series where, you know, you lose an actor, which means you lose a character. And the, 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 thing that keeps on happening is they replace, said character with a very very similar character and it's almost always a terrible decision like the better decision is to go in the opposite direction so if you're losing like geeky dorky super happy super positive ray palmer uh yeah go with like a wolverine type go with like a a jonah hex grizzled uh you know shoot him up (laughs) keep on moving type of character
1: (laughs) well and here's the the uh, crazy thing about that is this was not brandon ralph uh in his wife's decision to leave the show they were written off like, Weird. yeah, this was, this was not his choice. He's not saying I'm leaving for better pastures. It's like, you know, the, he, he made a tweet about it when you know, people were asking him, Hey, you know, are, are, are you leaving the show? Are you blah, blah, blah. And he's like, this wasn't my decision is what he said. And so, yeah, it's, it's, and, and granted the, the writers just haven't really done a good job with Ray Palmer, uh, oh. in legends, uh, which, which has been a criticism, uh, of late between me and my fellow podcasters on legends TV talk. And so it's sad to see them instead of trying to fix their mistakes, uh, just completely eradicate them. Just
0: write them off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of a disappointment, but yes, this is, this is crazy because it wasn't his decision to do that. And like, I mean, why are you, he's a veteran actor. He has such great chemistry with his wife in the show. I don't, I don't know why they're doing it, but, uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, that's hopefully with uh, Jonah Hex here in crisis, it better be, it better be good. It better be a good send off. That's all I got to say.
0: Well, let me, let me pitch this wild theory, wild speculation out your way. Uh, so having been, you know, talking to our friends over at Supergirl TV Talk and uh, uh, Starkville House of Al, uh, the Krypton TV Talk, uh, you know, I I, I got to wonder, I mean, there's a lot of talk about a Superman show, a new Superman show. Could it be that Crisis, I mean, we also know that there's a new DC property that's being discussed and everything. What if Crisis ends up being a backdoor pilot for a kingdom come continuation of ralph superman like he's such an asset like why why like cast him out completely like if nothing else i mean you could move him over i, I, I you know don't get me wrong our, our, our boy ralph has been great i'm not i'm not you know this last past season was a corrective course for uh, the elongated man on the flash <laughs> and everything but i do think a ray palmer would be a better fit on the show than, than Ralph is,
1: but Ray Palmer in like, the Ray Palmer. Now as the character has progressed in legends is completely different from the Ray Palmer of arrow. Is he really? Yeah. Like he, he is, he is a, uh, you know, comically, uh, to, to the extreme level of like Boy Scout naive, um, kind of kind of character like there, there's none of the bravado of like palmer from palmer tech kind of thing and any of that well, kind
0: of. he st- was always kind of goofy though even at palmer tech was he yeah i mean like you know he he was he was a dork but like not in a bad way well, but
1: you know yeah but like the, the i don't know the episodes of era that i saw him in i i he seemed yeah, yeah he's a dork but like he wasn't a you know boy scout kind of dork you know he's uh not really a manipulator but like you know he he wasn't a pushover
0: Okay. You know? All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, All right. So, but I, but what do you think though? I mean, like, you know, there is talk about the Superman show or, a, you know, a potentially Superman show. We know there's talk about a new DC TV property within kind of the universe. I mean, could he end up being Superman? Like, could he reprise the role of Superman? Not just for crisis, but for a new, to spearhead a new series.
1: I mean, I, it, without any knowledge of, of what the uh, uh, contracts are like for the TV you know rights for Superman and stuff like that and yeah. what Warner Brothers plans are I don't know but I think that could be a really really cool idea because uh, I mean everybody has been super excited to see Kevin Conroy like actually play Batman in the flesh right yeah uh, yeah and and Brandon Ralph like say what you will about Superman returns I personally didn't like it but I that, that was nothing to do with Ralph Superman I thought he was a wonderful Superman
0: well um, this is gonna be such a difference tone and take from anything that we've seen before he wasn't really allowed to make superman his own because he was trying to kind of do a christopher reeves superman
1: yeah yeah and and so with that in mind like i think that would be freaking awesome just to see this sort of kingdom and and but here here's the linchpin right kingdom come you you gotta have uh uh, you gotta have a flash in there like the the, the crazy like super flash it's everywhere all at once
0: mm, you gotta have a flash in there bell yeah you gotta have a flash in here and hey this is flash tv talk we're doing road to crisis but we gotta have a flash in here in fact it was actually just announced that john wesley's ship uh as predicted and i think expected uh will be returning for crisis on infinite earths now this is some interesting news because this comes with the revelation, of course, that John Wesley ship will be involved, that he will be uh, uh, portraying a character, but it is not specified as of yet, as of this recording, uh, who he will actually be portraying. So there are some options here. One, the I guess the obvious is that he'd be returning as the Earth-3 Jay Garrick, uh, who for all intents and purposes is the Jay Garrick of this series. Um, that is who he's kind of best known for, at least in this uh, era of the series. He could also be returning as a Henry Allen. He could actually be a Henry Allen from another Earth. He could also be returning as Earth-90 uh, Barry Allen, the Flash, the original Flash that he portrayed. Uh, this is my theory, of course. I'm still sticking with this. I, I mentioned it uh, you know, last time we did a, a Road to Crisis that my theory, my reigning theory is that Earth-90 Flash is going to sacrifice himself to save the multiverse, uh, that he will be responsible for, uh, you know, everybody thinks it's going to be Oliver. I don't think it's going to be Oliver. I think it's going to be John Wesley Shipp, uh, specifically his Earth-90 Flash. Now then, here's the deal. There is another option here, Bell, that you are leaning into right now. What if John Wesley Shipp is actually going to also and or portray a kingdom come version of the flash that is an amalgam of all the flashes of his universe. I see when,
1: yeah, like I just think that'd be so freaking cool. Cause like when we started getting on this kingdom come news, I'm like, all right, cool. We got Superman. Uh, we got Batman. That's cool. Um, but you can't have kingdom come without the flash. Right. Um, and You know various other people, but uh, Flash is more important here since uh, we're a Flash podcast, and (laughs) 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 and and so yeah, I was like that would be super cool if because here's here's what I can't remember and it's killing me and and I I wish I had time to uh, rewatch Crisis uh, last year just to see uh, what actually happened to Earth ninety Barry. Uh, it's in
0: it's up for debate right i would I, I still argue that it's up for debate there are some folks that think that the uh you know the anti monitor or the monitor um you know uh, often i think that that's not the case i think that he sent him back uh i don't think that i don't think he's gone i don't think he's gone. gone and I mean it's comics you're never really gone gone one way or the yeah, other. Yeah yeah
1: and, and so cuz cuz like here's the, the the two things that I think make the most sense is what you're saying is that you know since uh we're, we're doing crisis on infinite earths uh the the, the first crisis had flash uh sacrifice himself to save the multiverse right or to save the universe and everything right um right. so I think if they're going to keep that theme then I think it would make sense to have not Grant Gustin's Barry Allen, but John Wesley Shipp's Barry Allen be that sacrificial person to uh, to do that.
0: It's such an epic conclusion to his character. Yes, it, it, like that is such an epic conclusion to that character. I, yeah. I'm getting freaking goosebumps right now thinking about
1: it. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, it like you said, it, it, it it's a conclusion to that to that story to that uh, uh, the '90s series, and I think that that's super cool and super awesome, um, and also. Though that just just because John Wesley Ship is you know the '90s Flash and he sacrifices himself doesn't mean that he can't also be Future Barry Allen from the Kingdom Come world, you know, like it. it, He he's played so many parts.
0: Yeah. So here's the deal. Well, like like let's not be wrong. I mean, he's. Next to uh, you know, next to Tom Cavanaugh, he definitely has has fulfilled his multi multiverse quota of characters. Yeah, uh, and, and and multiple portrayals. You know, I you got to go back. By the way, I just got to praise Grant Gustin here. Go back and rewatch the moment where Earth ninety Flash pops in, and he says, you know, Jay, and he says no, and he goes, oh my god, Dad! Like the way he delivers that line, man. <laughs> It's, it's, it's heart wrenching because like for this brief moment, like he saw his dad killed in front of him. And yet for this brief moment, there's hope that like maybe his dad's standing there and it's just, it's such, it's played so vulnerably and powerful and it's such a, it's a throwaway moment. Like you blink and you miss it, but incredible acting on the show. Mm-hmm. Ah. Anyway, sorry. I just I was remembering that as we were talking about all this, and I mean, it's just you can't not geek out about that performance. Yeah,
1: and so I like. Here's the thing: it's like, well, I think it'd be really, really cool to have a Kingdom Come show, or you know, whatever they want to do with it. Um, right. I think that'd be freaking awesome, and it'd be really, really neat. And I would love to see John Wesley Ship uh, be the be the representation of the Flash in that show. Um, I think though that it would be you know, as awesome well, and as equal like for him to uh be Earth 90 Flash and sacrifice himself and like, you know, complete that timeline there. You know, that's yeah. that's that's what I feel is is the most realistic. Um yeah. although in it it would be awesome to see him in that kingdom come kind of uh uh, uh aspect but like
0: Here's the I thing, think that's the a long still, shot. I, I hear that. I hear that. And the reality is is honestly you don't even need anybody to portray that character. Um it, the way that it's done in the comics is that his? The, when he speaks, the only person that can really understand him is Superman, uh, because he's speaking so fast that you need to be able to, you know, have, uh, have super hearing to be able to understand him. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, really, they could do it if they wanted to. They could do it as kind of a almost in like a Black Flash kind of way, so the character's is basically entirely CGI, uh, and so no actor even really required. Uh, for them to do that but john wesley shipman uh like i mentioned he is he is a confirmed he will be in the crisis uh, i think we all kind of assumed that uh going into it in fact i was a little bit when the announcement came out i was like oh oh good i i, I yeah, it, was it was, confirmed <laughs> yeah it was
1: already yeah it was one of those things where i was like of course duh you know i like i i thought it was a it was a you know an understood I didn't think Correct. there was a question as to whether or not he'd come back. Uh, so when they announced it, like it's this, you know, big surprise, I was like, oh, oh,
0: oh. I like there I would be stupid of them not to. right? Like, it's, it's just that's just the reality. yeah, be stupid of them not to. So one way or the other man, yes, so we're we're stoked to see our boy j w s. We'll be uh, here for the crisis. In what capacity, you know our thoughts. We want to hear yours. Uh, be sure, for those uh, tuning in live, uh, put, put your thoughts and the, the, your predictions in the comments. Uh, and for the rest of you, be sure to send those in over various social media channels. We want to know what you think in terms of who exactly John Wesley Shipp is going to be portraying. Now, man, right before we uh, made the call to go live tonight, uh, a promotional image came out. And in not necessarily a full poster uh, size wise, but it might as well be glorious season six poster of uh, the primary cast of The Flash, giving us our first HD close up look at the new cowl for The Flash. Barry Allen, Grant Gustin wearing this uh, glorious, glorious costume, if I do say so myself what are your thoughts man what do you, what do you think about this uh new look man it looks
1: good like i like the lines uh on, on the original cow that they had like i thought they were pretty neat like they they were their own right they weren't they were a uh, uh an interpretation of the comics but just like you do with a lot of superhero comics or uh, superhero costumes when you bring them to, to live action you can't really like do a one-to-one kind of representation right it just doesn't really it, work for the most part very
0: rarely ever translates there's few there are a few yeah. few times that you know i mean i would argue that uh like for example Shazam uh yes. they they went full-on comic accurate and in the context of that show it works perfectly yes movie rather
1: yeah and and there's there's other things like the uh oh gosh is it uh joss whedon's x-men astonishing x-men run with like the 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 x's Mm -hmm. across the chest and the yellow and blue i think that would translate well like yes there are examples but uh i love how they they kind of kept those lines sort of there but they're, they're more muted and it looks more like the comic cow where it's just a uh you know flat sort of Cloth like thing over his head, right? Um, right, right. And the
0: <laughs> and you know they they do it all the time on the show where you know he goes to take off the mask and they cut away and then you know he, he's got it's, it off the next second. It's clearly you know doesn't come off that way.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 very much a hard you know plasticky kind of thing, right? And then when it's off, it's like soft and 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 leather. But no, <laughs> but this <laughs> this one this one looks. So if, if when he has that count, it looks more fabricy, right? And so when he yeah. takes it off, the, the 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 illusion is still maintained that yes, that could be fabric. Whereas when it's this hard, uh, plastic-looking, rubber-looking thing, and then it goes into the soft leather-looking thing on the back of his yeah. head, yeah, no. <laughs> so this one will definitely maintain the illusion that it's actually cloth uh, when well, it when it's off. Yeah, its head.
0: and it not only that, but like the the texture appears at least to be fairly consistent throughout. I mean, if you look at like the neck piece versus the head. Um, I think that's a, that's a really strong, good move. I think when the, the cowl is a different shade or texture or material than the rest of the costume, it it just, it looks a little too, too Comic-Con-y and less superhero-y if I can say that. Yeah.
1: Like last season, it, it looked like, you know, he had, uh, uh, a little, uh, 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 what are they like? You know the green man suits. They they, they come up and like you know they yeah. kind of they leave your face <laughs> exposed. It's exactly. like that except for there was a helmet that you put on top of it, kind of like Captain America, like like Captain America's helmet. Uh, you know, there, there's It'll obviously like an, under, like an under, like an 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 under thing underneath it. Then you put a helmet on top of it. Last season, that's what it looked like yeah. all the time to me. It was just a helmet on top of like an undergarment. This looks like an actual.
0: It looks like a superhero costume. Yes. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, yeah, <laughs> just, it looks like a superhero costume.
0: It looks good. It looks really good. And the, the thing is, there's some incredibly talented people that are working on the, you know, the design for everything. And even last season, they clearly had some challenges. Uh, it was, things got very awkward very early on and the criticism of the costume. I mean, I know this is water on the bridge, but I think it's worth noting uh, in, the, in the criticism for, you know, not just the costume, but the way Grant was filling it out. And I think that, because, like, the reality is that there are ways to make the costume look right no matter who's wearing it. And choices were made, I feel, to really make a costume that looked good on a different actor than Grant. And that was to both Grant's detriment and to a, a, an extent to the detriment of the entire season, which is frustrating because I still maintain that last season was my favorite season. Uh, right up there with the uh, with with season one, uh, the if I if I have to go back and be you know nitpicky, I, I really do wish he had had a better costume in this season because of how much I love. It. I've been talking up this season like there are people that dropped off the Flash after season three, and I'm like, look, you got to go back. This is the season to go back because you know skip it. You know you don't even necessarily need the other seasons. You can go directly to it. Uh, really powerful story, very character driven. The dynamic between. Uh, Barry and his daughter and, and everything else it's, it's just it's powerful yeah. such a great season but yeah the costume was kind of this this shadow that kind of clouded a little bit of last season for some folks and if I'm being totally honest myself included at times from what I'm seeing right now in this poster man yeah,
1: yeah, dude. This is in uh, the full body shot. You saw the full body shot. I take it. No, I haven't seen the full body shot. Ooh, yet. Yeah. wait. No, is this
0: is this like a a release full body shot or are these no? No, like no set the,
1: the, the, these are set uh, set photos.
0: No, I I stay away from the set photos.
1: Well, I, I dude, you got to look at it. It it is it's <laughs> astonishing. Like it looks really really good. It's it's it reminds me of like Flash Rebirth. You know, it's got like the lines, uh, the the yellow kind of like lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me a lot of that. It looks really 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 good. Um, and just seeing the close up high res shot of the of the cowl i'm like yeah this is gonna this is gonna be the costume this is this is the best costume for crisis it's gonna look amazing and yeah it's, it's gonna be great
0: you're making me do this oh my gosh look at that doesn't it look great like the belt the, you
1: know the lines oh the, the red no, 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 this is the red the red is I, there and it's not like
0: no it's actual red like it's flash red yeah it's flash red I'm actually not looking at that. There's a uh, TV line exclusive. Uh, this came out September fifth, so a few days ago. I must have missed this. Uh, but they have a a high res, not not like a in a, not necessarily like a promotional you know image like the one that's in the poster. But this is a, this is clearly a a shot, a screenshot from the season, uh, from the show. Oh yeah, and he looks good, dude. Doesn't he? it's this is the costume yeah like this is the one i know at some point they're going to have to put him back in that season one future flash costume but until then can we just keep this this looks amazing yeah although the crisis is coming he's supposed to wear the other it doesn't matter you know what it doesn't matter eh. <laughs> just like, have him do this He that that other future flash uh, uh evaporated after um after uh flashpoint anyways so yeah this is this is new he can be this will be the new future flash to go back and, and mess up the time i'm the future <laughs> flash <laughs> not that one not savitar all right cool but yeah this this costume looks amazing uh all the statue they need to make a new funko on this one
1: oh man yeah new action figures new and i mean yeah that's probably you know merch one of the reasons why they they, they do a lot of those things but in this case i think it was justified based off what we saw last season yeah. um
0: this is a course correct in a major way,
1: and, and, okay. and, and, I mean, and in a like perfect the, um... way. It's not like one of those things where it's like you know sometimes you, you you steer one way a little too much and then you overcorrect and you flip the car. Uh, right. <laughs> this, this is this is not that. This is not that at all. This is it's like got the fins, dude. This is this is like flipping the car, doing like a a, a one eighty in the air and then like perfectly landing it and not doing any damage to your suspension and like still winning the race. Like
0: oh, here's I, I found the full I found the full image now. Okay, yeah, and they actually they do have this as well yeah and that that is the belt. i mean you know he's obviously he's had that belt just not with the like metallic gold yeah i think it's brighter yeah
1: gosh because I, I thought the same thing i was looking at the belt going is that a new belt it's like no 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 he's had a lightning belt but i just don't think it's been that bright and that uh, uh colorful and and with the red the different red it, it contrasts more and it stands out more see it. It just looks this so is good. a suit
0: for this dude you know what i mean like he's got this this fits his body right you know what i mean like yeah. This is this is uh, this makes me wish I was fitter. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. To
0: pull this off. This is uh incredible. Okay. Exciting stuff. Good good good. Well, uh one way or the other we got a uh, awesome new costume for Barry and that's going to be great. So, here's the deal. Um ads of this moment that's the that's the crisis news that we have. Uh but there are some other issues, not issues, but but things happening broadly In the world of television that have a, in my mind, direct impact on not just the Flash, but the DC TV universe, both the collected DC TV universe that we will see displayed uh, throughout the crisis, as well as the broader DC TV universe that we see in shows such as Titans, such as Doom Patrol, such as uh, Swamp Thing got canceled after two seconds, right? Uh,
1: Before the first episode even aired? Or was yeah, it so immediately that, after? Not that one.
0: All the rest of them.
1: All. The rest well, but hold on, of them hold on, hold on. The Swamp Thing thing was not because the episode was bad. It was. It was very critically acclaimed. Like they, it, well, uh, well, well. people liked it. Uh, everything they they thought it was great about it, and then all of a sudden they were just like, no.
0: I don't know. So here's the deal. This is that. But this this goes into it now. For those of you who are watching at home, uh, which is all of us. D23 happened a few weeks ago. At D23, they announced a lot of. This is, by the way, if if you're not familiar, this is Disney's. This is like Disney's big uh, BlizzCon. This is their big product unveiling. This is where they talk about all the various things happening in their parks, and their movies, and their television shows, and all of the properties and IP they have access to. Uh, This is where they go and they share this with their shareholders and uh, select, um, you know, high high, high high-profile members of the media, of which (laughs) we are not.
1: Uh, I was there. I got invited. did you not well, you did you didn't get the invite? I did, what put you, you, I told I told them I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. send it to my uh, my my uh, you know co-host guy Uh, but I didn't give them any of your information. Oh, that's what you yeah. used.
0: Chad's name, didn't you? You used Chad's name, and they put you on the list.
1: Yeah, how dare you? Well, you know, Chad hooked you. it up. I was like, yo, bro. And he was like, I think he's a Baton Rouge gotcha.
0: these days. I need to we we need to all get together. We's well, filled with the one
1: hundred uh, or he's in the one hundred yeah. now. I think he's a permanent cast. is it the one hundred or is it? I know he is a uh, full-time cast member on one of the shows, and I saw him tweet yeah, about uh his...
0: That sounds about right. Tangent. Tangent. We need yeah, to get back on yeah, track, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So here's the deal. So yes, at D23, um, big announcements uh, all surrounding around D+. Now, D+, is Disney's new, I'll just go ahead and say it, Netflix killer. Now, Bell, I'm going to say Netflix killer, and then you're going to say... Uh Maybe.
1: It's a Netflix okay, killer. that's a
0: less strong uh, response to that than I thought I'd actually hear from you. Given our back and forth on Discord. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those things
1: where I, you never know, right? You never know what what markets are going to be like. And you know, for me, it's one of those things where I would not—I uh, uh, don't have Netflix, and so it's not a decision to me. Uh, sure. my, my girlfriend has Netflix, and so I'll use her Netflix. She'll use my D three uh, or D plus, and so it's it, and that, that's that's the thing. And so I, I feel like. If we, if, 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 if it were a situation where it's like, Hey honey, I'm going to cancel Netflix to get this, i I think she'd be like, well, I kind of want to watch Netflix. I mean, like she, she loves Marvel movies and we watch Marvel movies yeah. a lot, but I don't think that's enough. Like, you know, cause there's other things we watch on Netflix and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's, um, but it, so here's the
0: deal though. You, you and I represent two very different like, uh, market segments, right? Cause like, you know, you guys, y'all have, y'all have no kids. Uh, y'all, y'all are kind of, you know, because of the, you're both, impl- I believe y'all are both employed. Yes. Yeah. So you've got two, you've got two incomes. You're both employed. You got no kids. Dinks, baby. Uh, Dinks. You got all that. You got all that, that revenue coming in with no, no dependents, just sucking it all up. Right. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> so,
1: okay. So if you count our three dogs as dependents, then, uh,
0: I, I definitely do not. Okay. So here's the deal. <laughs> well, there, <laughs> there, maybe, capacity. maybe I should stop claiming
1: them on my taxes. Uh, <laughs> that's uh,
0: between you and the government. Yeah. Here's the deal though. <laughs> So, uh, but on the other, on the flip side, Netflix for, for, you know, people in my market segment, which are parents of small children, uh, you know, Netflix is when daddy gets work done. <laughs> they gotta put Netflix and, uh, and, and, and actually get some stuff done. But yeah, so putting that on for the kids, you go through and you get a lot of good stuff. Netflix has actually created a lot of really great brands and everything for the kiddos. Uh, but When it comes to all of these nostalgic brands from my childhood that I can now put in front of my kids instead, I'm going to go with that. And that means I can cut off the Netflix. And what am I really losing? Umbrella Academy? Sure. I like that show. Do I like it enough to pay for Netflix on a monthly basis? No. Well, especially Uh, since they
1: lost all the Marvel shows.
0: They lost all the Marvel shows. And they're really not in a strong position right now to compete because, you know, all of the new IPs that, that Disney uh, announced, unfortunately, they, they announced earlier today that they're not going to move forward with the Muppets, which I think is unfortunate. But, you know, you've got you've got the new shows, you've got WandaVision, you've got uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, you've got, um, you know, the uh, Loki show, all, all of the new Marvel shows. You've got The the Mandalorian, which I'm super geeked for. Like, there's, there's too much not, I mean, I'm getting D, D plus, that's going to happen. But when I have D plus, will I keep Netflix? I don't think I will. And this kind of speaks to something else, Bell. DC has been trying to make their streaming service work. Now, whether or not you believe they've been trying very hard is a whole nother discussion because there are a lot of fans of those shows that are a little disappointed. They haven't been as supported uh, as they would like to see. But the reality is, is that DC universe has not gotten quite the buy-in that I think they wanted it to have. Look at you and me, okay? We have a Flash TV Talk podcast. We have got the number one Flash podcast, the number one podcast talking about a DC TV show, I think. I don't know. I, I don't want, I don't know where everybody else is. But yeah. regardless, we're, we're like the tops in this space. We're earned media. Do you, Matthew Bell, have a DC Universe streaming service? Uh, pass. I do not. You do not. Do I? No, I don't. And I've I've thought about it several times, but I just can't make the purchase. There's a lot of cool shows on there, but I can kind of get some of that through other means. Legal means, mind you, not illegal means. <laughs> like Young Justice. I you know, Young Justice season 3. I was huge on board for Young Justice season 3 coming out and uh, unfortunately, for most of what I've been up watching, it's more like Young Justice season or Exposition 3. It's like every single thing is like 30 minutes of exposition. It's like, come on, just just get to the point. Anyway, <laughs> I guess perhaps I should get to the point here. What I'm trying to drive at here is that you've got these two companies, you've got Netflix and DC that are both uh, looking at what's going on at Disney and Marvel. It seems to me, Bell, that there's a solution here that Netflix and DC really need to kind of partner up, right? Because if Netflix can provide the platform for these DC TV shows and some funds that way, and DC could like up the ante a little bit. Now that's not to bash Titans, Doom Patrol, Young Justice season three, uh, the Harley Quinn thing, any, any of the stuff that the DC has been putting out. That's not to bash that at all. I have, I don't know if it's good or not. I haven't seen it, but if you put it on Netflix, I would, I would watch all of that. I would watch it right now.
1: Yeah, but
0: here's the thing, though. Like, and I would probably keep my Netflix subscription.
1: Yeah, but and and I think so. That would be that would be a pretty compelling thing because if it was like, well, you know, I I have, I don't I don't we only have Netflix right now, and I, I haven't gotten uh, uh, the DC streaming stuff because, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what all I'm. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting there. I guess. And and maybe yeah. I've I've heard the shows are good. I think I'd like to watch them. But, i would
0: love to watch them
1: i don't but know I'm if i'm not going
0: to pay the that, that yeah, subscription yeah. fee
1: yeah I don't, I don't know if it's worth you know an extra subscription fee but like you know here's also the deal is the reason why i think this would be a great idea and you're absolutely right but the reason why i think it will never happen is because you look at dc's history and what they're trying to do is they're trying they 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 always come late to the game on this right they uh they they missed out on the 10 years that marvel put in building their cinematic universe and then right. cinematic universes were huge and dc was like we need one we got to do it now so we're going to make uh, man of steel cinematic universe and then we're going to immediately jump into our big you know uh, uh event film and it flopped miserably it, it did it did i mean maybe not uh maybe not from like box office wise but like critically um right. And so now they they have uh, uh, in in this case, though, you know, DC kind of beat Marvel to the punch with uh, with their with their streaming shows. But the the studio is so skittish about anything and everything that they cancel Swamp Thing, which was well received before the first episode even airs.
0: Well, and there's also I mean, we've seen reports about there being internal like skepticism about the service uh, before it even launched, I mean, it's just yes, it, they're, they're, it's not they're... a fully baked product, and, and I gotta I gotta mention this too because uh, Zach Zachary Baker is mentioning in the comments, you know, saying that you know you, that we know that uh, DC uh, DC streaming service also offers comics, and that is true except for the fact that they're like a year old. Um, you can't I can't get, remember what it. I think it was the new uh, the the Flash Year One when that was announced. I was I was like ooh, I was like this looks really good. I want to read this. And then it made me realize, you know what? If I got the DC streaming service, I would get access to that and all these other comics. So I was I was actually ready to pull the trigger right then and there. But then I found out, oh, no, you don't actually get new comics. You get comics a year old. And so it's like, no, I'm sorry. It's just not good enough value. Like, I'll say give this, us all the new, new new comics and I'm in. Like I would 100- start
1: reading comics again if uh, if they offered a, a a streaming kind of thing where I could read new comics when they came out
0: when they came out and that's the thing like like that's anyway it's just one of these deals where we see uh, and not to rant here but i mean like we we see a lot of analog technology or analog (laughs) company We see a lot of established companies that have made their funds and their money and their revenue off of analog systems. And as you move into, and as we have moved into the digital space, the streaming space, the on-demand space, there has been hesitation to go that route because of the lucrative uh, uh, range or uh, lucrative uh, um, cash flow they had in the past. When that past is never coming back, yeah. So you have to be bold. You have to be able to give people what they want in order to win at this space. Otherwise, the people that are giving people what they want are going to crush you. And so D-plus is going to go ahead and crush Netflix. And it is going to mean that DC Universe streaming service and everything is going to go by the wayside. And these awesome shows are not going to be watched by anybody, and they're not going to be financially supported. But there is opportunity, Bell, and this is what I was saying before. I think that if Netflix and DC... You know, they got to be hurting right now. They got to be scared right now. But maybe they can, like, come together. And maybe they can work out some sort of deal that puts the kind of money and the kind of caliber and talent that they were able to make, you know, shows like Jessica Jones, shows like Daredevil. Honestly, uh, with what they did with Umbrella Academy, I thought was a fantastic show. Like, there is the ability to make really quality, quality television over at Netflix. I'm not saying that doesn't exist with DC, but what I am saying is, DC does not have the distribution that Netflix has. So, if you want to maintain relevancy, if you want to be able to present really good quality content and, and maintain that relevancy in the space right now, the only way forward is for you guys to team up. So, do it. Be be the the, the most ambitious team up in television history. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's here's
1: yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. But like, when when Marvel lost. Or sorry, when Netflix lost the Marvel shows because Marvel was going to do D plus, um, I, I I would be willing to bet that Netflix reached out to DC to Warner Brothers and said, "Hey, we just lost all our superhero shows. How would you guys like to let us make your superhero shows?" And I'd be willing to bet that Warner Brothers said, "No, we're going to make our DC shows." Because we know better than you. Kind of like how Sony is is like you know. Oh, don't even get me started. No, Bell! I am. I am. Don't get me <laughs> because because that's that's exactly
0: the same kind of thing. It's like I refuse Sony. You know what? No, no, no. They aren't even listening, Bell. Why? 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 Listen, listen. It's
1: that that's Sony has, or, or sorry, Warner Brothers has always. In all of their modern stuff that they've done, all of their their recent superhero universe, they have they have micromanaged it. They have um, uh, focus grouped it to death. I don't feel I feel like Marvel had more confidence in Netflix to develop the show's. And and in all of their movies and everything, they, they they give it to a director they trust with, with the exception of Edgar Wright. Uh, that was the one time when they uh, when they decided, no, we're not going to do that. And same thing with, uh, with in the Star Wars side, when when uh, they gave it to uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the the, the solo movie and Kathleen Kennedy acts that that's only two well, times. Thor, Dar-
0: Thor, the Dark World as well. So three times. Thor, the Dark World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a different director that was supposed to helmet and then it switched last minute. Oh, that was the whole Natalie Portman thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyway, but out of twenty-two films, only three of them, right, like, had those problems. With the exception of Man of Steel, I think every single <laughs> DC movie either had a problem in the editing room, a problem in the director's chair, uh, a problem with the script, a problem with something, because. Warner and, and I'm not saying that like the 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 people that they hired to do this stuff were bad or whatever. It's because they they meddled. The the, the executives meddled when they they shouldn't have meddled. They they let the focus groups wait, get to their wait, head. No.
0: Bell, Bell, there's nothing wrong with the executives like the quality CW executives who are in the chat right now. Did I mention <laughs> anything about,
1: about CW executives? No, CW executives say, are, are, are
0: executives in a broad brushstroke here. We love our CW executives. No,
1: I'm speaking right specifically now. about about Warner Brothers because that, yes. that's yes. Uh, specifically because honestly, mean, look, look at look at the, the CW company
0: of the CW.
1: What are you doing? Now? I know. But look at the CW TV shows versus their movie universe. That tells you all you need to know about the executives on either side, right? The the CW, they know what they are doing. They trust the people that they put in charge of their shows and it shows and it's obvious and it, and it, (laughs) you know, but like when you don't trust the people that you're, that you're, paying to create your content and you micromanage it and you try to do all this kind of stuff it results in in bad media and so i I think that's that's what the problem is is that either warner brothers they they have too strict of of controls over their ip and they don't want to loosen those grips and let somebody say like netflix come in and do it um but like i think that would be a great opportunity for them is to be like you know what You, you guys did a great job with with daredevil with with jessica jones with luke cage And that other one that they did, maybe not so much, but, uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah,
0: let Netflix make you money. Well, and it's not because here's the thing. I, I, I do not want to naysay on series that I have not watched yet. Titan looks fantastic. Titans looks fantastic. I've heard great things about it. I know. I mean, you know, they just got Jorah Mormont as, as, uh, as Batman, which is just awesome. Uh, you know, I, I want to, I want to be watching that show, but the problem is distribution, and there's there's just, it's a multi-layered problem that honestly does kind of need a hard reboot.
1: Here's the deal. Th- if it was yeah. already on Netflix, I'd be watching it right now, but since it's not, I'm not.
0: Oh, I, yeah. we I mean, shoot, we'd be doing a podcast about it, right? Now. We did yeah. an Umbrella Academy. We did an Umbrella Academy podcast episode over the hiatus. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on so yeah we'll see we'll see what what ends up happening um i i'm I'm just saying
1: like i think it'd be great i think it'd be great for warner Brothers. you know they're, they're always trying to like you know stick it to marvel and like you know do their own kind of thing and like make that stuff work here's a situation for them to be like oh you guys taking all your stuff out of netflix great there's a lot of awesome creative talent in netflix develop our shows for us and guess what they do great and everybody likes them, and that that'd be kind of like you know, a, a, both a big middle finger from Netflix to Marvel and from Warner Brothers to Marvel. Well,
0: in a lot of ways, it's it's also about how you position everything. Like um, you know, Feige is a is kind of a master showman from that standpoint. He's always been very good at uh, how he rolls out information. Um, we saw that at uh, Comic Con. We saw that at D twenty three um you know we we've got these uh you know these surprising new shows as well we've got uh, she hulk coming out which is exciting we've got miss marvel um i believe there's a third one as well that i'm forgetting off the top of my head that was also Uh, announced wandavision no no no. that one was at uh, comic-con but i think there was a third one they announced at uh at d23 um I'm almost positive and for whatever reason it's blanking, but that that's all right. The point is that they're always very good at the way that they roll out content and they package it in such a way that gets people excited right now. DC television shows are not packaged in such a way to get people excited. Part of why people are so excited for the crisis for this huge major crossover event is because it's doing something that we've always wanted. It is starting to package up these uh, shows in such a way that they do feel connected and bigger and more exciting. So having you know, like, you know, what we've been hyped about early on about potentially John Wesley ship being that Earth 90s flash reprising that role and having this grand conclusion uh, in a completely different series that no one thought would ever happen, uh, that, that actually pays homage to what came before that came connected. That is a play that DC has right now. DC has always I know there are multiverses on both sides, both <laughs> on both sides, but the reality is, is that DC is more well-known for their multiverse because of the crisis and because of the way that they've handled their properties in the past. Marvel is moving in on that space. Into the Spider-Verse was a fantastic film that really drove the concept of a multiverse into the zeitgeist. Now, you know, it's out there for us geeks and nerds and everything else, but like, you know, kids now are talking about the multiverse. My, my oldest now tells me I'm the best dad in the multiverse, which is <laughs> you know, a little, little dad brag right there. But the reality is, is like, like kids are talking about the multiverse. This is a thing now. And it's being driven by Marvel, Sony Marvel, but it's been driven on the Marvel side of the spectrum. Whereas this should have been DC a long time ago. So,
1: yeah, like it's 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 what they, you know, it's what they're known for, like having a crisis every eight years to fix their, you know, <laughs> crazy <laughs> universes that they make. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 ironic to me yeah. that the one to sort of push this forward into the cultural zeitgeist, like you said, are um, uh is marvel yep. and it's just sony marvel of you know of all things ray mills
0: puts out you know i'm assuming they will eventually roll dc universe into the new warner brothers streaming app at some point no no doubt i'm, I'm sure that'll happen i don't think it'll be enough though um for one thing that streaming app is well i guess i'm thinking of the cw app specifically which is really really bad um but regardless i mean no it's it's wonderful and my apologies to the cw executive in in the chat Uh, (laughs) however it could use some improvement and the thing is that we think about these things as streaming apps as opposed to streaming services we don't think of netflix as an app netflix has an app we don't think of it as an app we think of it as a service it is at this point you know even the way that uh, d23 or rather d plus is coming out we're not necessarily thinking of it as a d plus app we're thinking of it as a service So there's a branding issue in the way that they're they're presenting all this stuff that that runs deep, Um, but there's also a way in which stories can be structured and products can be structured to get people excited to keep these characters relevant. And I'm curious to see what the world looks like post-crisis. Yes, Uh, in many respects, man, this is going to be the uh, a bow uh, to you know kind of putting a bow on top of a lot of different interpretations of DC characters of the past. And I think that that yields some excitement because you can do that honorably instead of just throwing, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You can honorably put these properties of the past to rest and potentially set up something even grander. And that's what we saw in the comics. And whether or not that happens in DCTV, we will find out later this year. And it's gonna tie everything up with a bow and put a bell on it. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, well, hey, that's gonna do it for us for our road to crisis episode. Uh, y'all be sure to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the real bow York. Uh, I am at ring that bell. Of course, you can follow at Flash TV Talk. We try to uh, tweet out the, uh, the the news once we know that it's relevant and all that kind of good stuff are, are confirmed. Uh, and then also, it's a great way to, to send us your thoughts, theories. We've thrown out a lot of different things in this episode. We've thrown out some uh, theories about uh, you know a, a Kingdom Come television show, uh, alternate versions of John Wesley's ship. We've talked about the future of the DC streaming verse versus D+. plus. By the way, if you think I am totally off on this and you think that DC and, and WB is handling things very well with their streaming service, by all means, I would love to see the argument on you know as to why I'm wrong. And not so that I can argue back with you, like literally educate me. Because I, I must, I, I may very well be missing something here. Um, so yeah, so send that on. We'd love to see all that. We'd love to engage with you in any way that you want to engage with us on the social medias and uh, yeah all that and more can be found at flash tv com. by the way i mentioned it at the top of the show this episode right here was made possible by our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash tv talk if you've not done so already head over to patreon.com slash tv talk to find out how you can help make sure that this next season is the best season of flash tv talk and that we're getting you all the best stuff uh including access to our discord which is awesome and you should be there we'd yes. love to have you <laughs> anyway. this is very true all right man i think that's gonna do it for us but don't worry we'll be back in a flash